welcome to Bible Studies with the Twins. I'm Lori. And I am Michelle, and we are your hosts for this podcast. Excited to have you here. We are twin sisters just sharing our love of reading the Bible for the very first time to encourage you to do the same. We're not Bible experts. We're just two girls who fell into false teachings, law of attraction, manifesting, didn't know God's word. So we are sharing our journey to encourage you to join along with us to know the truth. We hope our Bible studies bless you along your walk with Christ. So join along with us, grab your Bibles, and let's get started. Before we get into our Matthew Bible study, we wanted to let you know this was the first book of the Bible that we started reading after coming out of false teachings, new age things. So please remember, Lori and I are new to reading and studying God's Word. We have learned a lot over the years, not just with about God's Word and the Bible, but in the book of Matthew as well, we came across other people later after we recorded all of our Matthew Bible studies that taught us new insights. So we might squeeze in other little talks of just sharing those little things along the journey of these Matthew Bible studies. Please though, make sure you check out our Matthew resource page where we're going to link up all the resources. And if you hear something, please give Lori and I grace and mercy along our journey. We're still learning and growing and Jesus is still working on us and changing us. So we hope you enjoy these Matthew Bible studies. It's chapter four that we're doing here in Matthew. We're going to do this in two parts because we feel like this one even possibly looking ahead at chapter five. It's got a lot of them of juicy stuff. So just want to let you know that, that we're just going to kind of take our time with some of these. Yeah, we really want to take our time with this and encourage you to do the same because some of this is especially what we're about to get into today because you know at Satan first, has entered yeah and we want to just again disclaim we do we've been doing our best to research and sharing the truth but do remember lord i don't know everything and we don't want to ever say anything wrong so do play technical account this is our journey when i are not claiming to know everything we want this to be a community field where we all feel like we're participating and learning and understanding what God's word is saying and what we need to take away from it. But before we begin, we're going to say a prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, oh, we are so glad you are strong and mighty. And we are so grateful that you are always with us and you never leave us. Even in the tough times, the hard times, the rough times, the scary times, you were with us. And Holy Spirit, we use us here, work through Lori and I and work through everyone here watching this video with us that we all can come to an understanding of what we need to take away from the word and how to apply in our own lives today. Praise you. We love you. Amen. Now, so I was going to say, God, thank you, Holy Spirit, working through us, that we all have a greater understanding of the message that we're about to read today. Thank you for helping us mm-hmm. all to understand it better. All right, so moving on to Matthew chapter 4. So again, we're going to read it over here. I guess we're, since we're breaking this up into two parts, um, let's just read up to... Um, let read up to verse where Jesus begins his ministry. ministry. So okay. we're just going to read the part of him being tempted. So we're going to read uh, verse 1 through 11. Matthew chapter 4. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Then the tempter approached him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. He answered, It is written, Man must not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. 
Then the devil took him to the holy city, had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will give his angels orders concerning you, and they will support you with their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus told him, It is also written, Do not test the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, I will give you all these things if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus told him, Go away, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him and angels came and began to serve him. I felt called to kind of just really go deep into this one just because I think, especially uh, Lori and I reflecting on our journey of coming back to the Bible and coming back being saved by Jesus because we were tempted a lot by the enemy and many times we didn't know it. And I feel like this chapter shows a great example of why a lot of us, we feel, do get lost and how because he knows scripture and he knows how to use it and he knows how to tempt us and he also knows us humans i sense are are weak and especially if you're not rooted in god's truth if you're not rooted in the word which lori and i weren't for so many years that's why we feel we got we felt lost along the way well, well to me this is a great reminder in our yeah. own life to like wow this is kind of what we just experienced in us in a sense yeah to me it's reminded me of that is that satan is real he does exist if jesus was tempted by devil um then we will too because again remember jesus came down to be the example of a human so he was showing us too that jesus is just like us yep. i wrote my notes jesus is just like us he is tempted by the devil and he feels his pain just like us humans did but the starting off with the start here um, things that i highlighted so then jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil again an underlined wilderness interesting to me i find again that he took him up there into the wilderness to be tempted and uh i wrote down here that this was supposed to happen yeah i wrote that later on that this was all plans by all plans and to see again where jesus was to show that he is ready to start his ministry so that was just a side note to kind of in your own journey make a note either in your in your bible or in a notebook just that that there is that he was led up to be tempted. And to me again, that Richard Charles is showing us to be tempted, like it was planned. It wasn't like out of the blue. The next part, I, so I highlighted that and underlined um, wilderness and also up by the spirit. So again, led up by the spirit, you know, like that's again, that shows again the sign that was also on purpose. So it's not only to be tempted, I felt was the wording to help on purpose, but also led up by the spirit. And to me, that's led by God. That's God all, and all of us see get, when where we accept he was. Jesus. We all have that ability to be led by the spirit, to be led by God. So again, I, this example, just a little side note here, now that I have a deeper understanding of this stuff. Um, to me, what I also take away is that is that shows again that us, not only Jesus, human like us, but is that we will be te uh, tested as well in yeah. our own lives, and not to, again for God to be like mean to us it's testing us i have come to realize because i always had a hard time with it i think that's why i fell away from god i didn't quite understand how would a god who loves us test us 
That's something um, a lot of people struggle with. Is but like I realize <laughs> saying Jesus' story here, it's also showing us how to overcome temptation. If I look at it as the testing, is, is, it's, it's all to see where we are in our journey of faith and trusting yeah. God. That's, and, then, and it also shows you our character. Where are, yeah. Where's your character? It's not to me. be mean, and because Lori and I are you know, looking back, we found a lot of our trials and tribulations, and maybe you can relate to us. Let us know that, gosh, God's, why? God, you guys must not like me, you know? <laughs> like, I've really screwed up. Look what he's looking at, my, all the stuff going on in my life. But I, then I, then through coming back and really re reading the word, Lord, I realized, oh, <laughs> that's just showing us where we, where's our trust in God? Where's our faith in God? And where just where we are, generally and are. Then, just kind of keep that in mind in the back of your head when you feel like you're being tested on something. It's that God's just seeing what your also, faith is in your character. Yeah. And so also then, we notice here that this happened, Jesus was spent fasting. Yeah. So he fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Like, I don't know. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> fasting for 40 days of um that to me is just a pretty yeah. incredible again of jesus's character like yep. the fast um that diligently and so disciplined about that I just so he's again how amazing of a yeah so going in satan knew how to approach jesus and what to say to him that goes to show he knows the same for all of us okay so he knew jesus was hungry so he told him well if, you know you're if you're a god or whatever, turn this, turn these stones into bread. He knew to use food because he was just fasting and hungry, right? So I wrote here on my side note that uh, Jesus experiences things, experienced things like us, uh, that temptations come normally at our weakest it's moments. moments. That's why temptations come to us at our weak moments. So again, Jesus was an example that like, was weak. He just he's probably by 40 days you're probably pretty getting yeah. pretty darn hungry and i also wrote here that again jesus being that i think supporting that the, the human side of him is that he too felt pain and emotion again it just helps again us. it says i highlighted he was hungry so he felt he felt that probably that sense of pain of you know being hungry or whatever and so about you, like, who else gets like that hunger <laughs> meanness like give me some food yeah so you only can imagine and then again uh we also learn within this temptation of jesus jesus as lawyer was saying earlier how is teaching us too how we are to defend when we are getting tempted and it, it is used to use scripture to, and he always said it has been written that's always been his response but also remembering satan also knows scripture but most of the times is what lord and i learned in our, our journey of how we were easily deceived is that he also knew to put those type of people but they don't use the full verse or they don't use it in the right context or they tweak it and for our journey, Satan knew that's how he would, that, that was our us. temptation. And Jesus always knew that, of course, because he knew the word just as much. as this is why the Lord and I are also reading the Bible again. So we are just as knowledgeable and like, oh, wait, that's not what it's meant or said. Yeah. So anyways, I just want to share that, like, again, if, you, if you're, if that's what the, I feel like a lot of this here is telling us is to show us how to approach it. And just to be wary, truly be wary of, of what you're hearing and when things are being like, that's what I always say, even without what we say, go always go back to the word yeah. yourself and to God and pray over it yourself. Okay, so let's move on to yeah. um, verse four. So, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So again, I, I'm highlighting in my Bible whenever it's God or Jesus related. So I highlighted that in yellow. Again, reminding me of the scripture back again, back in Deuteronomy. So again, to, what I wrote about to remind myself what I took away from that. You know, man shall not live by bread alone. 
but by the every word of that comes from God. So to me again, that's reminding us humans we gotta get over our physical needs. <laughs> like we need to really be focusing more on God than our physical needs. And if we don't, then that's usually again when we sin or we can fall into temptation. And Lord, again, again reflecting on that. our journey, and we since we weren't had a strong relationship with God, we weren't focused on Him mostly. Out there to take away um, is we need to sign up for me to remember is to focus on our spiritual needs before our human needs. Don't allow our circumstance to dictate our actions. So again, Jesus' circumstance, he just got done fasting, specifically put him on top of this place to be tempted by Satan. So again, he had a really difficult situation, circumstance he was in, but he didn't allow that to steer him away. And so again, it's just we need to be all of us humans Lord. now need to be more mindful of just what's going on in our circumstance around us we need to be back oh yeah remember jesus he was strong in the word he went to the word so so don't make choices just based off our earthly desires we need to listen for god and what direction to be going and wait to hear from him i know that can be difficult because again we live in a society of go 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 this 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 such material world but um as christians and people of the word we just need to do our best to focus more on our yeah, um, too, spiritual like, needs. Kind of go along with that, that Jesus was hungry, so he's he, he understood that we humans, he understands that we're going to have pain and suffering, but like, he's showing us again how to, to submit ourselves to God's will. And to me, is that going to his word? That's, that's just what a we're great, great reminder, <laughs> um, definitely a conviction to ourselves. And so moving on to um, verse 5. So again, this is now the devil going through his second temptation. He tempts Jesus three times. So moving to the second one, um, I underlined that the devil took him up into the holy city to set him on the pinnacle of the temple. And what I learned from this book, he again was describing that the pinnacle was probably about like 500 feet up in the air. So he goes pretty, pretty high up there just to kind of give you a picture again of the, the settings, the circumstances. Satan's putting Jesus in to tempt him, um, just kind of on the back of your mind. And then he threw, was like, um, he says it great in his book about these temptations, the different ones. Um, I don't want to misdo it, so I'm going to pull it up here real quick. First temptation that we just saw, we just said in verse 4 and stuff. The first temptation, he was involving lo the love of God and the will of God. And he made a side note. He, he had, meaning Satan. So yeah. Um, <laughs> It, and it was interesting here, like that temptation was very similar to what Satan even said to Eve back in Genesis. Yeah, it's very subtle, like, oh, mm -hmm. your father doesn't love you because he said similar things to Eve. Like, mm -hmm. you know, if your father loves you, then why is he letting you eating from this tree type of stuff? So it's just interesting. So that first temptation was more about does God really love you type of stuff. The second temptation we're talking about here in verses 5, it says the second temptation was even more subtle than that first one. <laughs> um, that this time Satan also used the word of God. So you you know, you know live by the scriptures he, to Jesus, like, hey, I know you do, so let me see if you know this verse and, and obey it. So then again, he took him up super high to, to say, hey, jump. And if your father really loves you, he won't let you fall type of things. So I was like, you know. <laughs> but anyway, so then of course Jesus came back as Michelle said, reminding us to go to the word. That's how we fight off the, the enemy. Mm -hmm. um, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Um, so powerful, such yeah. simple words, but they carry a lot of punch. Um, especially because God, our God is bigger than the yeah. devil. So it's just interesting again, so he, Satan's bringing up scripture because again, he knows scripture too. 
Um, but interesting, again, that's shown here that he omitted the phrase um, from this passage, in all thy ways, and Jesus knew that. Um, so and that's again, what I was saying at the beginning, like he used scripture, but not in all uh, in a complete sense all the time, which is what can happen in today's society too, because Satan knows how to to trick people. And that's kind of why Jesus said, the first one he said just, it is written. Second time he says, it is written again, kind of like back in your face, no, you can't yeah. tempt me, you know. Um, so it's just really powerful. Yeah. But then what, why, why he missed that in all thy ways, what this person reminded us is that when the child of God is in the will of God, the Father will protect him. He watches over those are, who are in his ways. So again, Jesus knew that. So that's what he says, you cannot tempt me. You cannot tempt God. Um, I just find that very, very powerful. Yep. Um, now moving on to the third temptation yes. here in verse 8. Good one. He's kind of pretty much offering Jesus and all this life. amazing <laughs> stuff. And it's like, hey, don't worry about doing the cross, what you came here to do. Come worship me and look at all that I'm going to give you kind of thing. And I, I just think that's, again, to see that Satan's offering him the world and to... to that he doesn't have to die on the cross. And like, that's that's like, hard. He, and I think yeah. it's also trying to be like, hey, I can give you all this all this amazing world and all this glory to me. Again, it's going back to, I can make it be easy. And that goes back to how Michelle and I fell into that trap too. Fell into the easy And then, thing. oh, it's going to be easy. But seeing this, now thank you, <laughs> Jesus, for teaching us what to say back when, when someone comes to try to tempt us again of that and saying, no, we live in, we live in a fallen world. I think it's just a great reminder that <laughs> You know, if your life's not easy, that's okay. That's not Jesus' life wasn't easy. A lot of the disciples' lives weren't easy. Yeah. A lot of people in the stories in the Bible's lives weren't easy. So I think again, he has a great reminder that from Adam and Eve sinning, we just do live in a corrupted world. There's nothing we can do about it besides believing in Jesus and knowing that a greater life is in heaven. Yep. So we just have to do our best to serve and preach about you know God and live by his word and stuff. So it was again reminding us that Jesus knew like there's no shortcut to God's will. He's going to do God's will. I find this very powerful. I think again that's what Michelle and I fell to times with the false teachings. You have to be careful because they, they make you do that. They make you kind of believe your will is God's will, though, though God's will might be completely different. And I think also this shows, I have a note here, reminding ourselves that God promised Jesus the kingdom, and here the Satan was kind of like, no, I'll give you this. <laughs> and I think, again, goes, this is another, I have a little side note here that we learned from, a lot of it taken from the Harvest Family um, audio that we listed one of our resources was that we got that I, like this, I feel like this little section of Jesus kind of really sh sh showcases how to trust God. Jesus kind of officially starts his ministry after being tested. And to know your scripture because Jesus yeah. is a great example. Like as this young boy, he was studying the scripture. So yeah. also it's a moment for all of us to sit and reflect. Have we really given God everything? Have we really let him say, hey, lead, lead us, mm -hmm. lead our life. And so I want you to sit with that throughout your day. You know, it's something, something I'm definitely going to be sitting with too. It's like, I said I have. I told Jesus, you know, take the wheel kind of thing off that song or whatever, like literally fully in, in the trust mode. I think that's going to be hard because, again, being human minds, uh, but I think also God knows that, and that's why I think Jesus also shows that, that he, they know we're going to be tempted. Yeah. But that's also why God provided us the word, a resource, that the answer to be saved yeah. is Jesus. And so I just so grateful 
for that. Yeah, so I again highlighted all those moments of when Jesus was mm -hmm. coming back and with saying scripture. with scripture and all in yellow. So again, to remind myself when I feel like I'm being tested by the devil, the devil's around me, these are great things to remind me of what Jesus said that I should aim to kind of say that do my best to remember these and say these as well that you know Satan you cannot tempt me you cannot tempt the Lord your God you know so great things but again it also shows that he did all these and then did the devil left so yeah. again and that to me then angels came down so again honoring Jesus you know he did a great job and so reminding us that again that Jesus got tested but he won and shows again that our God We'll win. We'll win. So if he's we bigger God's and better word, than, than the we'll devil, win. so when you can yeah, go to God's, God's word, trust in God's word more, you can defeat the enemy. And that's just and again going in this day and age where saying is true, the those demons though they are true, people are gonna experience different levels of it in their lives. So just yeah. be prepared and I would yeah. remind myself not to be scary, even though it's sometimes scary to think about assisting God on my back. Yeah. And when, when anyone shares about the gospel, you're going to get hate thrown your way. So he'll do whatever. If he sees us humans wanting to be with God and going that way, he's like, oh, no, no, no. I got to get people away from him. So just be aware of the temptation and just realize that all of us together as community, as we all get stronger together in the word, and use the word that God has given us will be saved. We need to fill ourselves up mostly with God. That's what our focus would be on. Definitely Lloyd and I are being more intentional with that and all that we do. But we're going to stop it there. And then before we get into the Jesus' ministry stuff, because that's got even more great rich stuff in it. So all about your, your relationship with God. Lloyd and I just guiding and sharing what we're get, taking mm -hmm. from it. Prayer. So dear Heavenly Father, thank you for being here with all of us. Thank you for the wisdom that we all have received um, from today's scripture. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for sending your only Son, Jesus, and that to rely on you, the God, our God, the only God. And when we submit to you, you will protect us. And God, I must say, it is really nice knowing that I have you on my side and that you overcome the enemy whenever I feel attacked. I can turn to you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for increasing our faith. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for increasing our discipline so we all keep up with reading the Bible and diving deep into your words so we can feel solid and fighting off any temptations that come our way. And thank you, God, for loving us and showing us the way and showing us your will. In Jesus' name. Amen. That concludes verses 1 through 11 of chapter 4. We'll be back with the other half of it. And we love you guys so much, and we'll see you in the next one.